is in the know for March the 15th, 2021. It's Uncle Sam Gormley guiding you through your Monday edition of the show. March Madness begins this week. We'll introduce you to that coming up. In fact, it's not just college March Madness. We have March Madness of the high school variety. Well, that also begins tonight. We'll let you know all about that coming up on the show here on K105, 1039 The Moose and K105 Digital Productions. We'll update you on the COVID-19 numbers from across the Commonwealth, all kinds of stuff, your food update, and of course, I mean, is is there any other reason you're tuning in on a Monday before, before as March Madness begins than to get Misty Thomas's picks on March Madness? Because that is our college basketball expert, and she will be bringing those to you here coming up in just a moment. As first, we do have to bring her in now. Misty, are you ready to give your March Madness picks later on in the show? Mm-hmm. Go Packers. Close, close. I figured out a foolproof way to get you to pick. So a little later on the show, we're only going to pick one section just because we we don't have that much time. But I figured out a way. So, in fact, you're even going to choose which one you want. Anxious to hear your... um, My my philosophy. Well, I mean, Uh, you are our college basketball expert. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you watched every game this weekend, right? Mm -hmm. Preparing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, How many... Just completely... Shifting gears here, but how many face masks do you think are thrown out each minute around the globe? Oh my gosh. The amount I see in the parking lot of stores mm-hmm. makes me angry. I'm you can just go... walk through the big store here in town and walk through the Evil Empire mm-hmm. and see them. Every kinda, minute? Every minute. I'm going to go a half a million. Three million face masks oh, are thrown every out every minute. minute. That adds up to 129 billion. Each month. That's 129 billion. Are those biodegradable yet? Uh, No. Oh, man. They uh, linger and eventually spread into the local ecosystem. So that's what they're saying. So throw them in the trash can if you got to. Yeah, don't don't just throw them on the ground. It's just you you can't be doing that, as they say. Bringing in our second co-host for the day from the Grayson County Extension Office is Whitney Carmen. Whitney, welcome back. Hey. How are you doing? I am a little sleep deprived, but I'm here. <laughs> well, I know it, it's exciting that you can join us today because yeah. I know that you you're probably excited for March Madness as well. Aren't I you? Am. Well, I guess as excited as you could be without Kentucky being in it, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I said, I am not as involved in it this year as I typically would be, just because the year's been crazy. However, I'm I will watch basketball this weekend. I watched a lot this weekend. It's it's kind of like Christmas in March <laughs> yes. and so on. I, I love it. It's it's <laughs> the best, to do. best time of the year. Yes, that's probably yeah. the biggest thing with it. Yeah. Uh, Whitney, are any of your children into Minecraft? Actually, my son has just gotten into really? his reason. Yeah, he's found out how to use it, how to do it, and I cannot get him. If he's not playing baseball or basketball, he's playing Minecraft. Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Well, I know your expertise in the agriculture can yes. combine with his new expertise in Minecraft mm-hmm. as a British website that reviews garden sheds has posted a job listing for an unusual $70 per hour Whoa. position. Minecraft gardening consultant. The consultants employed by its Minecraft gardening service will lend their video gaming and garden design skills to Minecraft players seeking a little help landscaping in the virtual world of the game. I knew there had to be an avenue for revenue in that. I thought maybe yes, if he can get yes, good at something, yes, but right. there, we might be onto something there. Mm-hmm. What shed say our consultants will be able to lend their expertise for achieving gardening excellence 
while sticking to the player's mine coin budget, which apparently is in in-game I currency. Have no idea. The website <laughs> says it is seeking candidates with a working knowledge of Minecraft and a quote creative flair. While not essential, previous experience in landscape gardening is beneficial, and a passion for gardening and the outdoors must be demonstrated, as you can set their own rates up to seventy dollars an hour. Wow. Whatshed.co.uk for I more just information. I want to throw it out there that I am very experienced in Farmville. Oh, no, are you? I remember yes. Farmville. I was more yes. of a Cityville. I liked Cityville, which nope, is the city, I was a Farmville the city version. Yep. But uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So, so there you go. Like I said, if I might some, be into something yeah. now. I mean, $70 an hour, I don't care what it is. I might teach myself how to do that. I was going to say, I know I they don't care what it is. This doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> uh, weather for today, kind of a, I don't know, it's just kind of a blah kind of morning. I think yeah. it's the only way to describe mm-hmm. it. A high near 50 today, windy with rain. Sour shower chance continues through tonight with a low around 45. Tomorrow, though, makes up for it all. Tomorrow is going to be really, really nice yeah. as mostly cloudy with a high near 70 degrees as a rain chance of about 10%, high near 70 again. Tomorrow night's a low around 48. So we're looking at a pretty good week coming up in the weather forecast. COVID-19 numbers across the Commonwealth continued to decline as it was the ninth consecutive week of decreasing cases. As 1,124 cases were confirmed in Kentucky on Saturday and Sunday, 32 deaths were reported over the weekend, which uh, brings the death toll to 4,982. As positivity rate did jump up 3.99% on Sunday, hospitalizations decreased by 32, intensive care dropped by 7, victims on ventilators fell by 19. Those are the numbers that I really like to see going in, going in the right direction yes. and continuing to drop. Looking at the COVID-19 map, though, it uh, looks like Butler County's moved back into the red. But, again, they're just they're just kind of ever so slightly. 27.7, 25 is the cutoff. Grayson County is at 7.6. Breck County is at 4.9. So they're the, they're the COVID-19 champ in the area right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, again, only – I mean, looking right now, you've got maybe seven counties in the red. But I think I brought up on Friday, it might have been Thursday, or it might have even been one of those things that I was just thinking to myself and never actually said out loud. I do that a lot. Lyon County, if you look down, uh, our neighbors down to the western portion of the state, is 774.3. And I'm not sure if I said it on the show or if it was just thoughts to myself on wondering, wow, that is an incredibly high number. Well, 850 cases they have across their two state prisons. In Lyon County right now, the Kentucky State Penitentiary in Eddyville has more than 530 cases, while the Western Kentucky Correctional Complex has more than 300. So that is 851 inmates and staff infected by COVID-19. By far, it's the most of any corrections institution in the state. Wow. Uh, That's – I was curious, Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. that would explain why that's – I mean, that's a lot. And that's really really high numbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really scary – things there because like we've talked about i mean it's when it when the great County detention center had it is that it's there's not ways to slow it down sometimes mm-hmm. because it's not like they can spread everyone out because mm-hmm. there's only so much space in those facilities closer to home the Grayson county health department says that they will complete vaccinations from the 1b waiting list by the end of this week Josh Embry added that people on the 1B waiting list will be vaccinated thanks to a collaboration with the local hospital and pharmacies. However, they were unable to get in touch with some people on the 1B list due to wrong numbers, no callbacks, etc. And now what they are going to be doing is instead of having a waiting list again, 
People within Phases 1A to 1C can call in and make an appointment if an appointment is available to receive the shot. This should start by the end of next week. Misty, did you talk to someone from the health department this morning or no? I did not. No, you did not. tomorrow. I know I saw it, mm-hmm. I, I, it popped up on my email, but mm-hmm. I didn't see as to when that was. Um, so I'm sure that you can turn to Shop Local, and I'm sure Misty will have some more information on how you can get signed up. But contact the health department, and they'll be able to let you know when getting your getting mm-hmm. your vaccine shot. Republican lawmakers unveiled a state budget plan on Saturday that stakes out their authority over how Kentucky spends its next massive infusion of federal pandemic relief. Spending proposal, the result negotiations led by House and Senate GOP leaders, is mostly a continuation of the current budget passed last year when COVID-19 was taking hold of the country. Kentucky's government is expected to receive about $2.4 billion in new pandemic federal aid, and the budget would give the GOP-dominated legislature express authority over how it's spent. Lawmakers have just four days left in their 30-day session this coming Monday and Tuesday, followed by two days in late March. Budget bills for the coming year, starting July 1, are expected to be voted on either today or tomorrow and then sent to the governor. The governor can make line-item vetoes in a budget bill, but Republicans hold supermajorities in both chambers, easily giving them enough votes to override vetoes. Bashir spokeswoman Crystal Saley said the government has presented a transformational plan to provide relief to Kentuckians and create thousands of jobs by investing in in the federal assistance. If decisions on allocating the federal money aren't made by the end of March, it could potentially lead to a special legislative session to distribute the funds. Bashir proposed a $1,000 pay raise for public school teachers and classified staff, such as bus drivers, cafeteria workers, and janitors, and a 1% pay raise for state employees. The governor proposed virus-related relief that included $220 million in aid for small businesses, uh, $100 million for school renovations and construction, $50 million to expand broadband access, and a House-initiated proposal calls for $250, $250 million in state funding to extend broadband service to hard-to-reach areas. Kind of that last portion is something that we got a little bit of mm-hmm. locally. Um, I don't know that this money is helping that out, but it's it's good. That needs to be a focus. Yeah. Is getting broadband access mm-hmm. yeah. to the entire state. So we had the new formed, newly formed health uh, board make a huge cash, or I should say, uh, financial donation towards our broadband. But it makes me wonder if this money's coming down. Do they need to still give their money? Can they take that and put that in another project in the county? So uh, it'd be interesting to watch and follow those dollars to see what. what it's happens. a lot of money being thrown around. Mm-hmm. That, that's for sure. We told you, I guess it's probably been two or three weeks about the impeachment pet- mm-hmm. petitioners, and about how they were. Mark, I think, had brought up the point that he thought it was a little weird that three, four people can come together, something like that. Yeah, it's a handful it's of people could come mm-hmm. together and and say that they wanted to impeach someone. But what they, I don't think they didn't know was that then they get the bill if it doesn't happen. So the bills kind of came out as to how much it is. The petitioners against the governor would be asked to pay $42,444. Petitions against the AG would face a $7,597 bill, while petitioners against State Rep. Robert Goforth will face a bill of $12,457. That includes the cost of the the lawyer hired by the committee, bills submitted by the people defending the petitions, attorneys who testified, the staff members working on the committee, and the Kentucky State Police. The law requires us to tax these costs. That's what we've done. The committee is not taking a position. We're doing our job under the law, said a state representative. Two Bashir petitioners told the Courier-Journal last week they intended to object to the charges. 
as so will the attorney for the Cameron and Goforth petitioners. No private citizen should be fined thousands of dollars for asking that their elected General Assembly, the voice of the people, review serious allegations against a serving member, said the attorney for the Cameron and Goforth petitioners. That's a lot of money. It is. A, I thought it was going to be like a couple thousand dollars each. Yeah, forty that's, that's forty-two like, thousand yeah, four hundred. That's a little over yeah. ten grand per person for those four people who yeah. filed. But to their point, they're saying no citizen should be charged. But the taxpayers shouldn't be charged because four people decided they wanted to impeach the governor either. And you slowed down our our process of people being in the general assembly right now and being active and having to hire. So if we don't charge you then this could happen all of the time. You'd have people filing petitions and could completely stop the work it's, of our, it's interesting. our government. It's interesting. And, and, I mean, I'm kind of like I see both sides and I'm like, man, $42,000, that seems like a lot of money. But then again, at the same time, if there was – I mean, we could theoretically say, oh, man, we don't like that the governor did blank. Right. I mean, and that, that doesn't have to be a Republican-Democrat thing. It could be anything on, on what it is. And it's just like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to try and impeach, impeach him. him. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's – so, I mean, I agree with you in saying – but, I mean, I'm like, $42,000. That seems like a lot. But I would say by the time but, but, all it, the people yeah, who, who had to be hired were hired. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it's just – it's interesting. Know. Tragic story at a Radcliffe. Uh, over on this happened Friday morning at approximately 11. The Radcliffe Police Department responded to 870 Scenic Drive in a densely populated neighborhood off of Highway 39 on the report of a body laying outside near the back door of a residence. Upon arriving, police found the body of 27-year-old Angela Kerr of Big Clifty. She had been shot multiple times inside the home and dragged outside. The murder suspect, 31-year-old Joseph Eugene Meredith, was captured by police about seven hours later. Two blocks from the murder scene, he was charged with murder, abuse of a corpse, possession of a handgun by a convicted felon, and lodged in the Hardin County Detention Center on a half a million dollar bond. That is a tragic it's a story. horrific story. Our hearts go out to the family. Yeah, no words. A burglary <laughs> investigation has resulted in the arrest of a Bee Spring man on multiple felony charges after leading police on a chase with speeds reaching nearly 130 miles per hour. According to the Grayson County Sheriff's Office, James Reynolds... Maneuvered around an officer, fled. They ended up catching him. He was charged with attempted murder of a police officer. First degree wants an endangerment of a police officer. Two counts of fleeing or evading. Second degree burglary. Theft by unlawful taking and speeding 26 miles per hour or more over the limit. He was lodged in the Hart County Jail. What I'm just curious is how, where in Edmondson County is he getting able to drive 130 <laughs> miles per hour? What are you driving? 100. Right. But I mean, Edmondson County, I guess you've got. The road is you, you leave Brownsville and head to head to Bowling Green. That I guess you could theoretically There's a little bit of stretch, stretch there, but stretch, enough yeah. to get to 130. Like you better be yeah. in a Corvette and yeah. it's going zero to 130 in 6.4 seconds. Doesn't say what kind of car he was driving. I'm just saying your smart car. It took a better stretch of the road to get to 130. <laughs> 100, 100, 130 miles per hour though. He was he was flying. Uh, police, Edmondson County Sheriff's Office as well arrested a Brownsville couple after finding bags of methamphetamine. While serving an arrest warrant Thursday night at 10.30, deputies arrived at a residence in the 2700 block of Highway 70 to serve an indictment warrant for failure to report child dependency, neglect, slash abuse. As deputies approached the residence, they detected a strong odor of marijuana coming from the garage. Numerous forms of drug paraphernalia and suspected drug residue was scattered. Tony Brown and Jason Stanka were in the garage with Stanka ignoring deputies' commands as he attempted to flee. Stanka. That's, you know, I, feel, I, I know feel we don't have a him. choice in our in our oh, surname, yes. but <laughs> sometimes. Can you imagine being in middle school 
Hey, Stanka. Like, like was that, he bullied to, oh, into, right? Like, it's yeah. terrible. Is that what led to his terrible decision making? Both suspects were charged with trafficking charges and a litany of other ones. The Ohio County Sheriff's Office is asking for the public's help finding a felon wanted on multiple charges. Tracy Beatty said his office is searching for 56-year-old Daryl Carnes. <clears throat> According to the Department of Corrections, Carnes absconded from his parole after being found guilty of trafficking in a controlled substance in December 2017. He's on probation until April 2025. He was arrested in 2013 for domestic violence assault and violating an EPO slash DBO. If you have information, contact the Sheriff's Office, 270 298 44-11. Martin Truex Jr. switching into sports here, won the NASCAR race at Phoenix yesterday. Um, it's one of those things, it's amazing how much NASCAR has, has fallen. I used to watch every single race, and, and yeah. now it's like, oh, there was a race yesterday. Yeah. It's like, forgot Thank all for about us. it. Yeah, you mean falling amazing. off of your radar yeah. or just yeah, uh, no. attention? Well, yeah, it's just amazing that it was <clears> like, oh, Why do you oh, think wow. that is? Oh, it's, <laughs> I don't know that we have enough time to dive deep in. I think it's it's as simple as this. The, the most is that NASCAR, all of the personalities and all of the big stars are have, no longer there. Have no longer mm-hmm. are no longer there. Mm-hmm. Like so, Jeff so it's Gordon, like it's all rookies now. Well, and there's still a few of them, mm-hmm. but I think that the most everybody plays nice now. That's what I think it is. There's oh, not any yeah, drama yeah, yeah. in it, okay, and so gotcha. yeah, and occasionally you'll get a little bit of it. But I think that that's the issue is that a lot of the young stars don't have that. Yeah, dog in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Okay. It was a sad night for Hilltopper fans on Saturday night as they mm-hmm. lost in the in overtime of the Conference USA Championship game. It's the third straight year that they have lost in the championship game as they lost to North Texas mm. 61 to 57 in overtime. North Texas is in the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2010 as the Hilltoppers were down 17 to nothing early on. And then they were up about eight with a couple of minutes left. North Texas tied the game, and WKU lost in overtime. Tough night there. And because of that, just like we all predicted, Moorhead State is the only team that is in from the state of Kentucky that is in the field (laughs) of 68. They have a team. They do. They do, yeah. Yeah, they're the 14th seed. They're going to be playing West Virginia Mm. on Friday. That's a late game. I think something like 8.50 local time mm-hmm. as they have made the tournament. Um, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. you know what, if, if I have to have a team that I'm going to pull for, let's let's go Eagles. Yeah. Go Eagles. Yeah, go sure. Moorhead State. And then the other man who's in the tournament, just like we all predicted, Rick Pitino. Just <sighs> just because, just think that if, if two years ago when Kentucky lost, uh, I guess that was when they lost in the lead eight to Auburn, mm-hmm. if I'd have said, hey, Guess what? Rick Pitino is going to be in the NCAA tournament before Kentucky or Louisville. I'm not sure that anyone would have ever believed it. Who does he coach? Iona. Iona. Oh, that's right. Iona. Do you know where Iona is? I didn't even know it was a thing until he no, went there. No, it's, it's in New York City. New York City. But see, you would think, because <coughs> I remember the first time I thought, I was like, oh, Iona, it's got to be in Iowa, mm-hmm. right? No, it's in it's in New York City. Uh, they won their conference tournament 60-51. to 51. So the Gales are going dancing. They're twelve and five, and I think they play Alabama. I think if I and isn't right it right that U of L is the first alternate? They got Correct. snubbed, but they're the first Correct. alternate if somebody gets COVID and can't. Correct. Be in the so tournament. it's it's weird for Louisville because they are what they call the first alternate. Mm-hmm. So if a team gets COVID, that they can slide into that spot. Okay. So it's weird for Louisville because in a way, they're cheering for a team to get COVID. 
It's like yeah, it doesn't feel good, but it's like, also oh. like so you're saying we've got a, a chance. chance. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like that just has to be the weirdest yeah. feeling in the world. It's like yeah, it's like do I celebrate guys. or do I not? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but not sorry. And then I got to share this story. This is the best story I, I've seen in a while, and it came over the weekend. Have you seen the Buzz Lightyear with Southwest Airlines? No. No, uh, two-year-old Hagen Davis was on a flight, and I think he was in Dallas. They were going to a funeral, and he realized as they got into their rental car in Dallas that Hagen had left his Buzz Lightyear on the plane. Oh, no. So they called Southwest Airlines. Long story short, Southwest Airlines found it on the plane in Little Rock and ended uh-huh. up getting it back to him. And they sent these pictures along with the oh, Buzz Lightyear. Cute. So there's Buzz. He's positioned in front of the plane and then there's also a picture of buzz um who he's in the cockpit and they wrote him a note and it said something along the lines of we realize there he is in the cockpit Mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. needed to go on an extra trip to help our pilots out they needed the help or something like that thank you hagan for helping us out because it even says on the bottom of one of buzz's shoes is hagan's name he wrote himself So So that, to me, is an excellent PR department. Oh, Southwest is great as far as that's concerned. Yes. The the note reads, to Commander Hagen, I am very excited to return to you upon completing my mission. I was able to explore the airport and spaceport in Little Rock, Arkansas while I was away and have included photos of my adventure. My journey has taught me a lot, but I'm so thankful to return to my buddy. Love it. Love that story. It's the best story I read this weekend. We've got to get to a break. Misty's. March Madness picks coming up. It's what you've been waiting for here on In the Know. Today is the Ides of March, marking the date of the assassination of Julius Caesar. A little more about that. It is International Day Against Police Brutality. Mm. It is True Confessions Day. They say confession is good for the soul. It is World Consumer Rights Day. World Contact Day. Mm. It's not contact lens. It is international. It was developed by the International Flying Saucer Bureau. Today, UFO (laughs) contact groups unite to collectively try and make peaceful contact with extraterrestrial beings. That's well, funny. let us know if, if yeah, yeah I, your I, smoke I, signals get up there. Yeah. If you find something, if you find right. something, call Ken Hallett. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and it is Workplace Napping Day today. Oh, workplace I could totally go for a nap. You know why? It's because we sprung forward. Sprung? Yes. yes. Sprung forward, yes. fall back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, March Madness bracket was released yesterday. And uh, I apologize to those of you listening that don't don't care about sports, but we're going to try and make it interesting because I think March Madness has something that that everyone has at least somewhat of an interest in, at least just because especially if Kentucky's in there, it's at least one of those. It's kind of like the Super Bowl where in some instances it's just a part of culture in a way. Well, you know what I always liked about it was if it was here or if it was when I was at working at the dealership, all the men that I worked around, their work day stopped to turn the TVs on and watch. So oh, it, yeah. it broke up the monotony of a work day and there was always food. Oh yeah. Any yes. occasion oh, to yeah. have finger foods. I'm there. And then I love always the stories <laughs> that you get along with it. Like if you remember a couple of years ago, you had sister Jean. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, yep. Sister Jean's back in the tournament oh, this yay. year. Okay, so nice. um, mm-hmm. she plays the sister Jean plays Georgia tech. So 
obviously everyone's got to cheer for Sister Jean. Mm-hmm. Feels a little what, wrong not what, to. What, yep. what school is that again? Uh, Loyola Chicago. Loyola. Is who they I was going to say I knew it was so, um Kentucky's not in it. Louisville's not in it. Well, Louisville, I, as of right now, Louisville is not in it. Maybe in it. Maybe. <laughs> who knows? No one knows anything. Uh, Western Kentucky's not in it. Murray State's not in it. Eastern's not in it. It's Northern Kentucky's not in it. It's just Morehead going to be Eagles. Morehead State. Okay. Western is in the NIT. I forgot to mention that. Not that anyone cares because, as they say, I have a NIT question. stands for not in tournament. And this is my ignorance, and it's, okay. I'm almost embarrassed to ask, but did we even get an NIT bid, UK? Uh, they weren't going to. They weren't, weren't going to even accept no, it. No. I didn't think so. I thought. Nor, I mean, would they have, <laughs> nor would they have been offered. Nor would they have been offered. Only 16 teams made the NIT this year. And yeah. So that goes to show you how yes. much I have been paying attention, yeah, unfortunately. No. Okay. So, Misty, we're going to get your picks here. And, and, and since we only have time to go through one of the regions, because we also have to hit some food stuff, I want you to choose West, East, Midwest, or South. 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 Okay. So how we're going to do this, Misty, <clears throat> is that I'm just going to give you the mascots. And you're going to pick the oh, first round good. matchups on okay, the mascots. So yep. I'm not telling you anything about the teams. You've learned me, Sam. Are you going to take the Bears or the Hawks? Hawks. Hawks. Okay. That's a 16 seed. Hartford, Ooh. you're picking them. Okay. Tar Heels or Badgers? Tar Heels. North Carolina, you mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. The Wildcats or the Eagles? Mm, Eagles. Winthrop. That's a big, popular upset. Mm. The Boilermakers or the Mean Green? Oh, the Boilermakers for all the Boilermakers in my family. Purdue. Yeah. Are you taking the Red Raiders or the Aggies? Aggies. Aggies, Utah State. That's a popular upset. Uh, the Razorbacks or the Raiders? Raiders. Raiders. Colgate. Gators or, oh, man, I'm putting myself on the spot here. The oh, Hokies. This, the Hokies, yeah. Hokies. Let's go Gators. I like Florida. Gators. You're taking Florida. Are you going to take the Buckeyes or the Golden Eagles? I'm going to take the Buckeyes from the Ohio The Buckeyes, family. Ohio yeah. State. So there you are. Okay. There are Misty's picks there for the first round of the South She's got region. a couple of upsets in there. She does. She's I mean, got a 16. She's got a she's got Hartford beating Baylor. Next time let's you, do are colors. You, are you confident in Hartford <laughs> beating Baylor then? Yes. Real confident? Yes. So I we, mean it is COVID year, right? It is. I mean, uh, and, stranger things have happened. Anything can happen. Some of the other names, nicknames that I just think you, you'll enjoy, Misty. One of the matchups is the Blue Jays against the Gauchos. I do love the Gauchos. The Gauchos. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I had a feeling that if I would go through and, and ask you that the Gauchos would probably have gone pretty far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's, you've got the Antelopes okay. in there this year. Okay. Grand Canyon. Um, okay. They play uh, Iowa. Colorado. Say that again. Is that Colorado? Grand Canyon, I think, is in Arizona. Uh, well, I bet I thought Colorado was in it too. Oh, Colorado is the yeah. Buffaloes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying is Grand Canyon in. No. <laughs> You've got the Gales of Iona, okay. which is the Fighting Rick Patinos. Yeah. Um, try to think of some other the the good nicknames here. The Liberty Flames. You've got the Drexel Dragons. Okay. Loyola Chicago Ramblers. Some some good nicknames in there. Mm-hmm. The Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. And then the Aztecs, okay. like that one, of All San Diego right. State. So those are some some of the good nicknames that you'll need to watch for. Uh, tournament begins with the first four, which is on the 18th. So I think that's Thursday. 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 Mm-hmm. So And all of the games are in the Indianapolis area. So it's going to be kind of weird not to have the games all around I think around it would be neat for them to play in, like, high school gyms. Well, one of the gyms they're playing in is Hinkle Fieldhouse, which is one of the historic mm-hmm. gyms. Listen, I'll be in, there. in Kokomo this weekend, so if it's it, it impedes traffic to get to luckily, my little bungalow in Kokomo, I'm luckily really fans very limited. Yeah, I think, very I think it's limited just basically family. Yeah, is it not? I think they're okay. they're keeping it very limited. So um, traffic's already terrible if you get the wrong if, time of day. If you find a way though to maybe become a player in the NCAA tournament, which, could which is, this I year. mean. 
listen, I, I wouldn't put it past you. Do you want to know what you get when you get into your hotel room? Because they're bubbled. They're completely cut off from everything. Mm-hmm. So we have a picture here okay, of everything package. that they're going to get um, in the NCAA tournament. So they're going to get a blanket, towels, a puzzle, socks, <laughs> a copy of a book. Um, they're going to get copious amounts of soap. Hand sanitizer, deodorants, and of course, Axe pomade. Wow! So there's some of the there's the picture of everything that they're going to get, and even one of these things here. And I I no somebody Xbox. was asking no Xbox no or any, no PlayStation. <laughs> what? But if you look here, and, and if you're watching with us, I wish I had like a telestrator or something that I could draw on it. But do you see this thing here for both of you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what that is. You know what that is? It's mm-hmm. this white thing in yeah. the middle of the screen. Do you know what that is, Whitney? It looks like a great big bottle opener. For it, does. it does. It does because somebody, somebody mm-hmm. I saw on social media was like, "Are you really giving them a beer bottle opener?" Yeah. No, that's not what that is. No, no, it is, no, it is a. It's for COVID. It opens doorknobs mm-hmm. and things, and then it's the end. You can hit mm-hmm. elevator buttons and yeah. those types of things. And I saw that when COVID first came out because it mm-hmm. popped up into one of my. Mm-hmm. You might want this, and I was like, "What is that?" And I clicked, and I was like, "Well, that's a that's yeah. a darn good idea." Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Is. So and, they sell them now, like so. When you go into a store. Everybody's selling masks, uh-huh. especially at like boutiques or clothing stores. So mm-hmm. you're going to see those now. They're on. They're attached to keychains. Keychains, yeah, that's where I've seen them. Yes, the bracelet mm-hmm. keychains a big thing for women now. They have mm-hmm. those hanging on it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a thought it was a really. I cool have not idea. attempted to use one. I would hurt myself with that thing. But for like okay. our door, that is a swinging door. Mm-hmm. So like where you have to push your pull. Yeah. it has the little the little hook. handle that you, you hook yeah. and you can oh, and you can yeah. drag it back. Mm-hmm. So. Um, how about your food updates? Should we, should we switch from basketball to food? Misty, Please. is that a little bit better for you? <laughs> um, Cheez-It is offering mm. spring break in a box experience oh, with a I'm hot tub it. and yes. a DJ. As Cheez-It launched its Cheez-It Grooves Spring Break in a Box Sweepstakes, which promises to deliver all of the benefits a spring break vacation provides to the winner. <laughs> According to the announcement, the winner will get to choose one of three experiences for the winner and up to five friends. Sharp, but inspired by its Cheez-It Grooves cracker flavors, flavors, which is white cheddar, cheddar rants, and scorching cheddar. Each of those experiences includes a hot tub, DJ, gaming, simulator experience, and food station. The Scorchin' Island Break experience will include a surf simulator. The Zesty Dude Ranch Break will include a bull riding game. And the Peak White Cheddar Break will include a snowboarding simulator. So that's what leads mm-hmm. me to ask you all the question. If you won, would you go with the surf simulator, the bull riding game, or the snowboarding simulator? Mm, snowboarding. Snowboarding? Ooh, surfing. Surfing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been I don't like surfing. Cold. Yeah, yeah, but then again, you're you're luckily in a simulator, so it's yeah. not like you're. Yeah, uh, that's true. I don't know. Uh, I see. I feel like I would almost go the snowboarding because I would enjoy it because I'm not going to be cold. Mm-hmm. When surfing, I'd want to be on the beach or something yeah, along the lines of that. Yeah, so that's point. probably what mine is. Good point. I've never heard of the company Gold Belly. Gold Belly. Mm-mm. They're selling an Easter egg cheesecake. As, as I just saw this picture, and I was like, well, that, that, I'm not a huge cheesecake fan, but looks it, it looks. Yeah, I'm not. It's just not my not my cup of tea, but it looks. Looks delicious. Yeah. I see chocolate um, and I hear there's cream cheese. So, yeah. yes, I mean, <laughs> I'm in. Uh, I'm colorful uh, pastel buttercream mm-hmm. icing, pastel chocolate curls on there as well. I thought that, well, that's, I guess, for the right person would be interesting. Hostess is releasing lemonade stand Twinkies. Mm, I would try them. Nay, you I would like, I like to try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sarah Cook, you're listening. Yeah. So, um, lemons is a, is a new thing. You know how your taste buds change every seven years? So mine have changed, and now lemon is something that I prefer, which is interesting because I used to hate lemon things. Hmm. So I like lemon cakes. I like lemon 
So you would have liked the lemon chicken from last week? Yes, probably so. Um, So lemonade stand Twinkies, I was like, well, I don't know. Twizzlers, are you a fan of Twizzlers? No. No? Mm -mm. They are now coming, are you a fan? I can eat them, yeah. They're now coming out with a mystery flavor. Mm. It's purple. Uh, Is it great? As they're releasing a a flavor to really test how we can detect a taste. Simply from the nature of the new candy, they don't know much about it. The brand hasn't even announced that it's a real thing. As the biggest clue we have to what the flavor could be based on is the color. But wouldn't it be too obvious, though, for it to be grape since it's purple? No. Somebody lost the recipe, and this was the best they could do after it was all produced. No, we We don't know what it is. Doritos did that probably about 10 years ago where they had a mystery flavored Mm -hmm. chip, and it was kind of the thing that you'd guess what it was. And I don't remember what it – I think hamburger or something like that Uh, is the one that we came with. I don't remember. Um, So terrible. would you – hamburger flavored chip? Oh, they were good. I remember. I remember I my remember, family. I was gonna say I don't remember. What they I don't really like. remember what the flavor was. Uh, but so no, you would not try the the, the mystery Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Yeah, no, so, I, don't, I don't like Twizzlers. Um, would I you would try, try you know, just to say that I did. Oreo is releasing limited edition NBA Dynasty cookies with six team logos. Okay. Now I'll eat an Oreo all day long. And I mean, I think this is literally <laughs> just let's just put let's just, just put a logo on there. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh, and, and see they got yeah. uh, it's the Bulls, the Spurs, the Warriors, the yeah. Celtics, the Heat, and the Lakers on there. So uh, I don't know. I they mean, all still dunk the same into my milk. Yep. As long oh, as it tastes like an Oreo. I like it. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You? It's cool. Yeah. Would would any of your your children like that? Uh, those would be those wouldn't last a day in my house. Yeah. <laughs> would any kind of Oreo last a day though no, in your house? Absolutely <laughs> not. It doesn't I have to be a fancy one. I was going to say. I think that's where we can all generic. be in. Oh, for, <laughs> for sure. We got to get to a break. We'll come back with a little bit more. The Grammys were last night. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know about the winners of those Kids Choice Awards over the weekend as well. All your celebrity news. We'll get you caught up on that coming up here on In the Know. Did you know an average NFL water boy makes $53,000 a year? Really? Well, I wish I would have done that after high school because yeah. that's what I was in high school. Really? water girl. $53,000. Did you, did you make that much? Uh, no. No? I volunteered a lot of my time. <laughs> uh, an NFL water boy. So there you go. You can, you can get your Minecraft position, as we talked about at the yeah. open, yeah. and then get your... Uh, Get your your water boy and and yeah, your set. I'm pretty happy with my job. I guess I could pawn that off on somebody else. There you go. I yeah. mean, it's it's it can anything can happen. The Grammys were last night. Um, I know I didn't watch a second. Misty, you watched 28 seconds, right? I am so disgusted <laughs> with the Cardi B, Megan's is it Stallion, Megan the Stallion, the Stallion, Megan the Stallion. I'm so um, dis- I'm so disturbed and disgusted that this is what we've come to, and we want to call this this performing record of the year. Was won by Billie Eilish. Everything I wanted. Album of the year was won by Taylor Swift. Best R and B performance was Beyonce. Best best pop vocal album was Dua Lipa. Best rap song was Megan the Sa- the Stallion featuring Beyonce Savage. Song of the year was by is it her H E R? I think it's her. It's is her. It, it's her. That's her. what I thought. I, so. I can't breathe was her song of the year. Best new artist was Megan the Stallion. Best country album went to M- Miranda Lambert. 
Best country song was Crowded Table by the High Women. Oh, that's a good song. Uh, best country duo slash group performance was Dustin Shea, Dan and Shay. I love it. And Justin Bieber with 10,000 Hours. Best rock album was The Strokes. Best rock song was Stay High by Brittany Howard. And there is a long list of other. I mean, I got four pages of, of just. I was going to say, the Strokes list. were popular. I, I, we found them. They opened for somebody that we went to see in concert. And. Gosh, who was that now? But anyway, they were just coming on. Yeah. Oh, it was for the Foo Fighters. That's who they opened okay. for. Okay. Yeah. And so now they're, we knew they were going to be big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Kids' Choice Awards were also, I think that was Saturday night. Do your, do your kids I, care? No. no. I, I, We've so been so, so busy doing other things. Say, I have not I watched TV. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I never watched this growing up. The favorite kids' TV show was Alexa and Katie. Oh, no, I'm not talking to you. Sorry. <laughs> she was listening. Um, the favorite family TV show was Stranger Things. Favorite reality yeah. TV show was America's Got Talent. Animated series was SpongeBob. Uh, favorite yep. female star was Millie Bobby Brown, which is who's oh, Stranger eleven Things. in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Yes, male TV star was Jason Norman, who is Henry Hart slash Kid Danger, and Henry Danger and Danger Force. Yeah, my my kids watch that. So. Yes, I have, yeah. it, I've never heard of that. Uh, favorite movie was Wonder Woman 1984. Um, Robert Downey Jr. won Best Movie Actor. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown won for Best Movie Actress. Best Movie Animated Wise was Soul. Oh, have I've you heard, seen it? I've heard mm-hmm. it's really good. It's a very I, I've good. I've not. Yeah. I've not uh, had that. Global Music Star was BTS, and then they also won the Best Song. So uh, with Dynamite, which is a I mean, it's it's a fun song. You gotta yeah. like bop bop your head to it a little bit. <laughs> Raya and the Last Dragon was number one at the box office for a second consecutive week. Isn't it the only thing on? I know. Uh, I would like to see <laughs> it though. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, have you seen it yet, Misty? No. No. Mm-hmm. Will you see it? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Chris Harrison is not returning as the Bachelorette <clears throat> host next season. Whitney, are you? A- I'm, I do not watch The Bachelorette, but of all things, that's the one news thing that I did see this weekend for some reason. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know if it was you know your Facebook news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In his absence, former Bachelorettes Tasia Adams and Caitlin Bristow will support the new Bachelorette through the next season. Okay. Okay. I know I'm you're you're I'm heartbroken, on. Misty. I, I know that you're it. just. Uh, and then Avatar is once again history's highest-grossing movie. Beating the Avengers Endgame after it was re-released in China. Hmm. Hmm. So, uh, I, I mean, I liked the Avatar movie. I thought yeah. it was good. Um, it was I new technology no at the yeah, time. Yeah, James Cameron was was good when that, and he was kind of new in it all. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's it's in the list of things. I don't know that I would go back to a movie theater to see it again if it came. But um, I never watched all of it. I got I got about one third of the way into it. And I, was I, like, I I probably saw it about four or five times in the first year it came out, and yeah. probably haven't seen it since. Yeah, yeah. same with us. Got to get to a break. We'll have more here coming up on in the note. Song song of the south, sweet potato pie, and I shut my mouth. Gone gone with the wind. My points to ponder for today. Will the Lady Cougars win tonight as they open up the 12th District Tournament against White against Edmondson County? 7.30, 7.45 will be the start time of that game. As you can, again, this is my 
shameless promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7.30, you'll be able to listen to that game right here on K105 or watch it on K105 Digital Productions. Again, this is the first time we've ever been able, allowed to video yeah, the tournament. Is It's really exciting. Is finally they've realized that... Um, People it, want it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's better if you say it. <laughs> I'm going to get myself in trouble if I keep going. People no. want the game. They do, and people well, want to watch it. And, and if you can't be there right now, this is a perfect opportunity to see if it works. You're, you're, you're preaching. You're preaching what preaching I've said, all of this. <laughs> but again, 7.30 roughly will be what time the start is. Butler County and Whitesville Trinity play the game beforehand. So pretty much when that game ends, they'll put 20 minutes on the clock, and they'll get ready to start yeah. the, the girl. Probably actually a little bit longer because everyone has to come in. But um, – Again, so watch that tonight, and then tomorrow the Cougar boys will play Whitesville Trinity at 545. That time we can guarantee that they will play. So hopefully the Lady Cougars can pick up a win tonight yeah. and uh, against Edmonton County. Whitesville Trinity. Where? Did you say Whitesville Trinity? Whitesville, Whitesville. Trinity. Okay. Whitesville Trinity. So, yeah, they have their brand-new gym there on their on their campus. Oh, so they have a new gym. Yes, it's oh. no longer the barn. I was going to say, yeah, that's it was the so, barn when yes, I was there, yeah, too. It's the yeah. Horn Community Center, so it's a really okay. nice it's a really nice gym. So I think Good. this is the year four for it. Good. I think so. It's, well, it's I've new. been out of high school for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, what's going on at the extension office we need to know about? Well, we've got pesticide training coming up, and uh, we promoted it as the 18th, but we've had a cancellation. We'll have to do it on the 25th. So if you're planning on needing a pesticide card and you were wanting to come on Thursday this week, we've bumped it up to next Thursday at 5 o'clock. That building's really coming along, yes. too, isn't it? We get to move in here very, very soon. Yay! Do, do you have a, a hopeful date on when you can tell the public? Or? It's going to depend on furniture. We're waiting to uh, get furniture into the new office. I mean, we as office staff can go in. It's it's open and it's pretty well finished, but we're moving the first week of April and then their furniture's coming. And so it's going to be a whirlwind, but hopefully sometime in May. And then we'll wait until Natalie gets back off of maternity leave to actually have a grand opening because, you it's know, exciting. she was an integral part of that too. It's so, exciting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bigger and bigger every and single time. I think yeah. if we can get it, I think we're going to try to have farmer's market out there this year. So yeah, if I can get, if I can get enough folks to do a farmer's market this year, if so, if you're interested, contact me because I'm, I'm looking for vendors. Uh, there is, uh, we're going to try to do it out there. Looks like a nice. good location for it, too. Yeah, so. I'm excited. Um, on TV tonight, The Bachelor Season 25 finale on ABC. I don't know. I'm there, surprised that's still going on. It, it is. Season 25. Season 25. I just, this um, is such a strange concept for me. It is. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it usually is. we complain when one man dates multiple women. Yeah. It is. Like, it's and a scandal until you put it on TV. I, I yeah. watched one episode of it, and... The I can't remember the Bachelorette. I think just she started making out with each of the different characters. Yeah, I was like, like well, this is just like I, uh, yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah, no, no, really. <laughs> yeah. um, America's Most Wanted season premiere or series premiere on Fox. Uh, Bulletproof on the CW, the season three premiere, and then A and E Intervention, the season twenty two premiere. Um, I don't know. It, none of those Not excite a lot me. Of TV so on. you know what? When you say that. You can watch the Lady Cougars tonight. That's even yeah. better. Watch that at about uh, we 7.30 We just cleared tonight. your slate for Exactly. You. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. obviously you don't want to watch any of those. And if you do, hit record and you can watch it Shame another time. Yes. Because yeah. The Bachelor or Grayson County yeah, basketball. You should choose Grayson County. Uh, yeah. That's the way to do it. Uh, highlight in history for today. Uh, Billboard was the first album to ever reach number one was on this date in 1945 okay. for the Billboard Music Awards. Do we know what it was? Um, it was the King Cole Trio. Okay. On this date in 44 B.C., the Ides of March happened when when Julius Caesar was assassinated. 
On this date in 1869, the Cincinnati Red Stockings became the first professional baseball team as they won 41-7 to in a baseball game. Wow. Got to give my, my Reds a shout out there. On this date in 1954, CBS Television inaugurated its morning show, the host, Walter Cronkite. Cool. On this date in 1989, the Department of Veterans Affairs was established as a cabinet position. On this date in 1999, the Dow Jones crossed the 10,000-point mark for the first time ever. On this date in 2004, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducted, and this is a heck of a class here, Prince, Bob Seger, Jackson Brown, George Harrison, ZZ Top, Traffic, and the Dells. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big a, That's class. a powerful class right there. Um, and that's your highlight in history for today. Uh, birthday is turning 86 is Judd Hirsch, actor. Uh, turning 81 is Phil Lesh from Grateful Dead. Turning 61 is baseball player Harold Baines. Turning 61 as well is Fabio. Mm. Actually, Fabio's 62. Sorry about that. Wow. 62 is Fabio today. Turning 58 is Brett Michaels. <laughs> turning 46 today is Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas. Dennis Cook's new favorite band. Yeah, absolutely. He, he, he loved he it last he week. He loved it. Uh, Evelyn Gloria. Or oh, yeah. Is it Eva or Eva? Eva, 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 Gloria. Eva mm-hmm. uh, 46 today. Uh, and then you've got baseball players. Kevin Euclid, John Jay, Eric Decker is a football player. Taven Austin, Devontae Freeman, Paul Pogba. Those are a bunch of sports birthdays that, Misty, I know that you're not. I wrote them all down. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yep. Gone but not forgotten. Andrew Jackson was born in this state in, ni- in 1767. And it is also... Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was born in this date in 1933. Chart toppers. We'll start with 1959. Maybe. Is it, is it in a good mood today, Misty, or not? Well, it's raining out. We never know. It is. It's not Thursday, though. It's had all weekend to kind of recoup. No, but it is Monday. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is on this date in, 19, in 1959. Alvin's harmonica was number one. David Seville and the Chipmunks. Right? I would have thought the 70s is when we got Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's when I got them in a way. Yes. (laughs) So, I mean, are are you an Alvin and the Chipmunks fan? I was when I was little. Had the album. Yep. Were you... Do your kids know who Alvin and the Chipmunks are? Yeah, they watched. Because they redid the... They Mm -hmm. had the actual animation. That's right. Of them. When I was growing up. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, they're fine. Um... I mean, I didn't get into them, but yeah, it is what no, it is. It's, it's, to each it's his own. For, it's for, uh, yeah, to each his own. That's it's no SpongeBob. N- no, no, and it's see, not. I was out of that, too. Yeah. yeah. My um, kids watch SpongeBob. That's yeah. the only reason I, I know SpongeBob. I was a Disney kid. I was, too. So. My kids were Disney kids, but i tell you what they loved the most were the VHS tapes you got from Ronald McDonald. Mm-hmm. The Ronald McDonald cartoon store. Remember Never those? No My kids loved them. Oh. Oh. Like oh. oh. On, are, we, are we not... Uh, Sing it, Otis. Thank you. There we go. We're waiting for it. On this date in 1968, Otis Redding was number one. He was sitting on the dock of the bay. I could listen to this all day. I could too. I do spend days that I listen to him oh, yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. 28, too, when he died or something like 27. that? 27. He's one of the 27 yeah. group. Janis Joplin, yeah. Otis Redding. Tragic. Um, Jim Morrison. He did all of that before he was 27. That's what I thought, too. When I read, so I watched the Netflix series 27. I didn't realize he was only 27, and he had produced all of that music. Because he sounds like he imagine he's 60. Imagine if he had lived. Yeah. Yes. On this date in 1977, Barbara Streisand was number one with Love Theme from A Star Is Born. Not a Barbara Streisand fan. No. 
No, but I can't believe I, I don't remember. I guess I, the first time I heard the song was when I watched the remake of the Star is Born. I've still never seen that. I've heard it's good. I did not want to watch it. And then I watched it three times in a row. Really? Was that <laughs> yeah. good? Was it, is that good? Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll find it and watch it. Misty, how about 1986? Okay, come on. Take it or leave it. Jefferson Starship was number one. Miss Sarah, so no. Like elevator music. Okay, so not. It's not Madonna, but it's it's better than Madonna. Better than Madonna. Because I'm nice to you, and Madonna was number one in 1995, and I I decided to. Since you helped us out with some sports talk and helped us out with our brackets, yeah. I decided that we're not going to play Madonna. For I didn't you. leave the room. See? You didn't. No. <laughs> Stayed. Uh, 2004. Isn't it? Oh, that would have been junior year high school. Yep. Usher was number one with Yeah. Yep. I mean, got to be a little careful here. Once, once Ludacris starts, got to be just a little careful. I mean, I think. He can get out his you, name, and after that, that, it's all downhill. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get past that. Luda. And you it's mentioned, you, did you say junior year of high school for uh-huh. that? So we can go to my sophomore year of high school for this. And what was one of the biggest trends that I was in high school? Bauer was number one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. With a Harlem Shake, I forgot this even it? existed. I didn't oh my gosh. gosh! Well, the Harlem this? Shake is is isn't it? I honestly couldn't even tell you what. It's like the Barney. Yeah. Um, did you ever make one? My kids. I made three, and they did the Harlem Shake over and over and over <laughs> and over again. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those trends, though, that I was like, wow, that was a thing, wasn't it? But at the same it? time, they had Heelys, and I thought, okay, helmets for everybody. <laughs> or ER <Yeah>. visits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, there were some really clever ones when they did it, and I liked watching what all of them. What year was companies. that? 2013. So it's You're eight, a baby. eight years ago. Okay. <laughs> Good my Lord. kids are older than him. <sighs> Only one of them. Well, at least one. <laughs> I was going to say. Because what? Mallory's a year younger than I am, I think. Mm-hmm. And Eli's, what, three years younger less, than me? Less than a year younger than her. <laughs> so something like that. So only one of them is older than me. Uh, my pearl of wisdom to wrap up the show for today. Today I will do what others won't. So tomorrow I can accomplish what others can't. Today I will do what others won't. So tomorrow... I can accomplish what others can't. That is my pearl of wisdom for today. Remember, tune in to Lady Cougars today, 7.30, right here on K105. And also, you can watch it on K105's digital productions. So that's Facebook and YouTube. Whitney, appreciate you taking the yeah, time to join us to today. Here. Hopefully, you can get a chance to enjoy March Madness as much as one possibly could without Kentucky. <sighs> we'll see. <laughs> That wraps up our show for today. So until tomorrow, for Misty Thomas and for Whitney Carmen, I'm Uncle Sam Gormley, and now you're in the know. Powered by Harry.